Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. And yes, we are live and well and living in our river cities. Oh, some people have had imposed rivers on them because of the heavy rains we've had and that their grounds are all soaked and uh, flooded and everything. But hey, what's the difference? What is it we have? Uh, Colin, you were saying you have drought in Nevada and California, but they're drowning in Texas. And we're over here in uh, South Carolina. We were drowning, but yet it's winter. <laughs> What's going on with our weather? But, oh, it's no problem. We had we had two solid, three solid days of overcast. And yesterday morning, we had sunshine. And I took a picture almost of what the sun looked like. And by the time I got to school and the sun was out, my leaving the house, there I counted 12 chemtrails. By the wow. time I got to school, which is a eh, 10, I'm going to say 15-minute ride, the sky was covered and clouds were coming in. It became a total overcast day. And they took away all the sunshine. Today we're supposed to have sunshine. So I'm looking to see if we'll have all our friendly chem trailers. And I bring it up to the kids. Oh, that's just that's just a contrail. No, it's a <laughs> trail. There well, are I, no tried, I tried really hard to grab your hand, but I couldn't find you when I was slamming into Mexico. Now I needed every I needed every Patricia I could get. <laughs> I couldn't grab a hold of you, so we kind of fizzled out. <laughs> there you go. You just got washed out to the Gulf. But mm-hmm. it's it's interesting. Uh, what I started to say and wanted to get the recording on was the fact that I'm an I love reading about the Civil War. I mm-hmm. thought it was a magnificent time when people it didn't matter color work together to protect their their land, which is what that Civil War was about. It wasn't about slavery. There were slavery. It was blacks on the south. There were blacks on the north uh, fighting against each other. I mean, it, it, was, it was insane. But there was, when they met at Appomattox, Lee and Grant met at Appomattox and never signed a treaty. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. There was never a treaty signed at Appomattox. There was just the gentleman's agreement to put the arms down. What Drake said last night really had my ears popping. He said he's even read the paper, so he can't say too much. But he said President Lincoln actually reunited the States unlawfully. 
Mm-hmm. Now, we know they refused to have the southern senators come back to the to D.C. and be in the Senate, so they never had a quorum when they passed any of the unlawful things they did on the South. None. And uh, what you said, uh, Neva, before we went on was about the uh, fact of the how did you phrase it? The Reconstruction? Nullify the Reconstruction Act. It would get rid of all this garbage. And that's true. But it was only applied to the South. It was never applied to the North. Well, whatever it applied to, get rid of the thing. Well, see, they're using it. Well, this is one in, 19, in 1860s or 61... That's when they did the, what was that um, military thing column that they did, um, the Lieber, the Lieber Code? Is that what it was? What? <coughs> what, what was that military <laughs> thing they did uh, uh, in 1861? Was it the Lieber Code or the military? It was a military code of some sort. The military, the legal military code. Is that the Lieber code? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. And that's still in existence. That's still active. That's what needs to be nullified because they're able to do martial law on us at any time. Of course, each president makes its own martial law thing, so that's another whole avenue of contention. So uh, that's uh, very interesting. Um, I, I did... I also got something, I don't know if it was from you. Nita sends me great stuff that I send on to you people as much as I remember to attach it. I put so much in my emails for you guys. I hope you read some of it. But the missing 13th Amendment, I have a whole write-up here. No lawyers allowed in public office. They have actually found the 13th, um, the original 13th Amendment published by the United States in the Constitution. They found a physical book with it in. And so, and because it was ratified fully, Virginia was the last state to ratify it. And they're saying uh, 1818, 1819, but it's after the War of 1812. So this is very interesting. But the lawyers squashed it off. They kept this not ever being enacted. And um, then they um, and they found it uh, published in many state constitutions. So there's no way to hide it. But the interesting article that we got that I think Nika, I don't know if you brought it up or another lady brought it up, but it is the case where the um, a group in Colorado has done an international um, commercial obligation lien indictment has been filed against the American Bar Association, ABA, the International Bar Association, IBA, and the United States Department of Justice, DOJ, by a multitude of lien claimants for violations of 15 U.S.C. 1 and 2. And that's the United States Code, so it's not a law, it's a code, for a total monetary penalty of $600 million 
U.S. gold dollars each. Now, get what they're alleging. Alleging that since fraud videates all contracts, all commercial contracts, including but not limited to all unlawful sentences and incarcerations of political prisoners, i.e., imprisoned IRS lien debtors, non-criminal offenders, wherein such commercial contracts were all conceived in fraud and lacking any moral and ethical character are in direct conflict with natural law and commercial law, and thus every IABA, American Bar Association, contract since 1882, which is, wow. at, is 11, 10 years or 11 years after the full um, incorporation of the U.S., uh, which, whether verbal or written, including but not limited to all judicial oaths of office, false, falsely sworn to, and fraudulently securitized, monetized, and commercialized are null and void ob initio. And that means from the beginning. So, and it goes on. I can send all this out to everybody. It's, it's, it's a great reading. And this group has leaned everybody. And part of the leans are taking all of the foreclosures. But they didn't just pluck that amount from the air. That money is an accumulation of the foreclosed properties, the stolen properties by IRS, and any other damage done to actual people. So it's not a pluck from air and like the original liens and everything that were done were pretty much plucked from air. If you did a percentage of this and a percentage of that, you have this amount. And that that was really not, that didn't get us anywhere. It got people into jail. But these people have done their homework, and um, so it's a very interesting read. And they've, uh, they've sent it off. It's kind of like a follow-up. It's not a follow-up, but it's in the same venue or thought process as the guy did in West Virginia. There's Do you nobody know the, in the name office. of the group or who these people are? Yeah, there's a, Lola, there's your group out in um, Colorado. What's the name of that group out there? She's listening, but I don't know if she can get on because she often does many different things. Yeah, I don't know that they have, they aren't called a group. They don't choose to call themselves a group. Okay. It's people working together, but it's the man's name. It's Steve Curry, and um, in fact, he mentioned last night that he's working with Neil Keenan, Anna Von Rip. I mean, they're all working together now. That's what needed to happen, that everybody uh-huh. got together, and they're filing this stuff all over the world, not Excellent. just in the United States. Yeah, it's so the international bar. What? It was the international bar. Yeah, it's all over the Yeah, place. they're they're going after he. This man is really. I really. I really like him. I really really like him. He he is. He's stuck his neck out, and he is filing these commercial liens. He's helping people. He's helping the indigenous people that 
had everything happen to them in with the oh, Aminus yeah. River. And um, he's working with Aaron Brockovich on that. They've got a team that are working together, but they just they just keep going after one thing after another, and they're filing. He said they're waiting now that these last documents weren't answered. So he said, of course, they don't ever answer anything. No, they don't. And that's their MO. And, and for us to acquiesce, and I was just thinking that this morning, I said, and I'm going to put, I got another IRS uh, letter saying, oh, we got your information, but please send it this way. And so I'm sending it back to him. Please send it this way. If I acquiesced, you'd be on my tail. But if you acquiesce, you're just take 45 <coughs> days, uh, 60 days, and then think you can reply and just say, send it here. So, <laughs> Well, they also filed a, a, a commercial lien against the IRS. That came out last night. There's... Uh, he was on Randy Shannon's call last night, but he has another call tonight, at, and um, he may mention that, but they they have now filed against the IRS as well. To bring yeah, forth documentation. The IRS is a fraud. It's total, total fraud. Well, that's and, what they're uh, going to be bringing out, because if they can't yeah. answer this back, these commercially, then they're gone. But, well, see, the point is they don't go away, and that's why the frustration. We need to say that they are going to go away now because they can't answer these commercial liens. They are illegal, and it's now going to come out to the point they're just going to go away with their tail tucked between their legs because anything they answer back one way or another, it's fraud and they're going to jail. It's punishable. Absolutely, but and that is the point that we keep saying in NLA for the same reason, that they don't answer, but they are in fraud all the time. They're right. absolutely in fraud all the time. And, and that's why they're getting hit from so many different directions. That is the point we've been trying to say, Lola. You're right, they're getting together. And we're hitting them in different pockets of the same court system. How many this years have I been yelling that unless everybody gets together and goes at one fight and, and hit the one point, put the point on it, and everybody go at once, they weren't going to get anywhere. And the bad guys knew that. They were well, safe until we got together. But see, that's what we were trying to say to you. It will happen when it's supposed to happen. It's to happen now. And they're still doing weird stuff. Last night they took down, or yesterday they took down um, Terry Cassidy. Huh? YouTube took her down. Why? I don't know. She's all freaked out about it because she pays for it and everything. Yeah. All of a sudden they just shut her down. That's interesting. So, bubble, bubble, boil and trouble. <laughs> Wonder, Ann, would you explain to me how come that Reconstruction Act applied to the South but not the North? I don't understand that. Because of the fact that the actual Southerners were not in on the setup of the Reconstruction Act. It, that was where the carpetbaggers came in. This is where they came in 
and demanded taxes, restoration taxes, on all the properties in the South because of the damage they did. Most of the fighting was in the South, and the South was the one that was buried under them. And so uh, it, it was a cruel and vicious way of dominating the people so that they could not really ever get out of what was supposedly uh, a freedom uh, by the people, but it wasn't ever. It never was a freedom. It was was always. Was this to free the black people, supposedly? That's what the no, it's to redo our government like it is today. they, They figured out how to turn us all into slaves. Well, that's that, that's as a result of now. But when the Civil War went on, and that's why I brought out the fact that people never really got it, that there was no treaty ever done for the Civil War. Wow. And because of that, there's nothing for you to go back to, uh, well, you've got to do this or you've got to do that or anything. And that's why when they did the... Um, uh, uh, Reconstruction Act, it was really people that wanted to take more from the South. The South fought because they were being actually cruelly, um, uh, what do they call it, um, having tariffs put on their cotton because the North was going broke. The North was the one that was really not achieving any success. It was the South that was feeding the North, the the products to make materials, the leather, the rest of the stuff that needed to be done, and the food for the North, the big cities. And they were were in big doo-doo. That's why the tariff was put on the South. Mm. And so when uh, the war was done... The damage was done, and then they tried to get out of all of it. It was the um, it was the harm to the people that did survive, and uh, that created so much animosity towards the North and the Blacks because they turned it and made it a racial thing when it never was a racial. Wow. And that's the manipulation that we've gone through for decades. That is exactly the war in in Europe. What was that about control and money? That's all that was about. And um, the fact that Hitler was the bad guy. His name could have been John Smith. It wouldn't matter. They would have put another puppet up there. Yep. It didn't matter. And it was all about manipulation. And every time we have been hoodwinked into thinking they're they're taking our stuff. No, they took it a long time ago, people. They took it a long time ago. And what what, uh, Lola is saying is exactly if we had done that back in the uh, First World War, when they were doing their bullshit, then 
there wouldn't have been a war. There would not have been a war because the people would have said, no, you're full of crap. Well, we're and, still in World War II right now. It never ended either, did it? No. <laughs> the war never ended. None of the wars have ended. None of the wars have ended. That's the whole the crap that is going on. And see, what there, who's keeping the wars going? The war is being kept going by the, uh, as we call them, the banksters. But that's not true. Behind the banksters, there's somebody else. Behind them is somebody else. And, and when you keep on reading about these different families, you start getting the picture. It's not this one. It's all of them. They've been totally coerced and programmed to be the SOBs that we have been trying to avoid over and over. And it doesn't, it doesn't stop because, oh, oh, we had a war that's over with. No. How many wars have we had since the Second World War? We've had at least 15 to 20. And wars that we don't even know we're having. That's the point. Mm-hmm. That is exactly the point, girlfriend. Exactly the point. We don't and then know. we have a war with ourselves. Yeah. Exactly and we fight, right fight, now. fight ourselves. We fight within ourselves. And it was very interesting listening last night to uh, something that was going on in the sense of Oh, how did how did Drake put it, uh, Colin and Patty? If you uh, listen, he was saying that they're setting everybody up to fight everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's why the ISIS is there to do the, and the ISIL are there to do Syria. Now they're getting Turkey to come in to fight with Syria, so that they fight it out. Then they'll come in, and then. Uh, it's all about keeping everybody unbalanced so that they can actually wear you all down, gang. Yeah, so and the people can... that aren't even involved are still doing uh, Nikki came over and knocked on my door the, yesterday and said, come over, I want to see you. And I said, okay, I will in a minute. But then she walked away and I looked out my window and her whole head is shaved except for these tendrils that are hanging down, you know? And so I went over to see her mother after I calmed down, and I go, did the teacher call you? And she said, yes, as a matter of fact, she did. I said, what did the teacher say? The teacher wants me to cut the tendrils off, too, because all she's doing now is sitting in school, playing with the hair that's hanging down. (laughs) And I went, Okay. <laughs> I just came home and went, God, my parents were all upset because we had long hair. And now the parents are shaving the kids' heads. <laughs> are the kids shaving them or are the, are the parents shaving them? No, the parent did it. She the left it about a half an inch long. It's not bald, but still, you know, what the heck? This poor little girl is big and has enough problems in school, and she's pretty with long hair, and now she looks like, <laughs> I don't even want to say. 
But can you ask the question, how much pain is that young lady in to do something that drastic and dramatic? How much pain is she in? Let her mother do that to her. Mother did. Well, whoever done it, it it doesn't make any difference. She could have done it herself. Anybody can grab a clippers and do that. And when I'm over, while I was over there, she kept jumping out the window and coming back in the front door. You know, and and mom says your grandfather's gonna beat your ass when we go over there tonight for this. And I'm just How standing there child? going, uh, eight. Oh, oh and I'm wow. just standing there going, looking at Opal, going, I'm so glad I don't have any kids. They would be dead. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, if they're having this kind of issues now, they've got some yeah. issues ahead of them if they don't get counseling in here soon. Yeah. And the boy is eight, and it's just, uh, I love these kids, though, but my God. Dad has his hair cut all weird like that, too, and he works at Best Buy Computer Store. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just going, okay, Patty, remember how upset your mother was when your bangs got a little bit too long? This is just the same thing. <laughs> and I'm going, okay. I will be fine. And it grows back, but still. <laughs> I, I And I looked at her, you know, after Nikki was in her room, and I said, do we have head lice? And she goes, no. I go, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because that's why they used to do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, dear. <laughs> I almost think sometimes they're doing these kinds of things because Everyone is so told what is acceptable and not acceptable and they can and cannot do that they do these kinds of weird things just simply to prove a point. I'm going to do something I want to do and you're not going to tell me what it's going to be. Screw your common core education. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm not going to listen anymore. I'm doing my own thing. That's That's what I'm thinking. They're just... They're just proving I'm going to be an individual whether you like it or not. Yeah. And that's a great point because we owe so much we say on here is you have to become whom you're supposed to be. Uh And And I have to love her just the way she is with a shaved head or not. You know, it doesn't, it just, she's such a pretty girl with hair. (laughs) Maybe I should shave my head now. Oh, God. (laughs) What, do you like to play follow the leader? Is that it? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. See, no, I'm just teasing. We have to get. Who's, who's the leader? Who's the follower? Will you go off the bridge if they go off the bridge? Well, it's supposedly the children are going to take over and be the leaders because we're all a bunch of bumbling idiots. <laughs> are you kidding me? The, these kids are bumble. These kids, you know, we got 10 years left to get this country changed because this next generation taking over. If we thought we went to hell in a handbasket, we only got <laughs> trouble coming. I know. Because they don't know. I mean, to teach them now is that it must be the schooling. I don't know, but I just have to watch for common sense. And it's pretty hard to find in that age. Even in college, when my, uh, the teacher, you know, uh, he he asked some very simple question and um Nobody really had an answer, and what he went over to the board and put on was common sense. Yeah. We don't, people don't have it. That's a new program I'm listening to with Dave Hodges, The Common Sense Show. Pro- 
That's a good. That's good because we certainly need that back in the. I mean, you can't bet. As someone said, there are things. It is almost something you cannot teach people common sense. There has to be nope. something innately bred in, and then worked with as a child to regain that common sense. And I think how they've taken it away is it just has ticked me off in the morning. I can't even turn the news on. When they have to tell parents, gee, it's cold out today to make sure you want to bundle your little ones up with their winter coats today or it's going to rain. Today's the day that we're going to want to take the umbrella and the raincoat because it's going to rain most of the day. And I'm like, so who can freaking not look outside and get that? Why do we have to be told on the TV? I see people with babies out, and they've got kind of a sweatshirt on where they're cold, and they've got a kid out with short sleeves, a baby, with arms out and no shoes or socks on their feet. And I'm going, are you freaking brain dead? You're wearing a sweater and shoes. Right. And and your your point is so well taken because that is that is frightening. There was a, when my kids were very very small, there was a girl, a woman. I was on the south side of the city, and she lived on the north side of the city, and she had a little uh, outdoor porch. She put a brand almost a brand new infant out there, and she told later she said, "I'm weatherizing the baby." Oh, my God. I've never heard of weatherizing a baby. Put him out there with just a blanket and his little bunty outfit on, and the kid froze to death. Oh, my God. You mean seriously? Seriously died? The baby seriously died? Yes, because the baby, it was so cold out there, it froze. Oh. You keep them oh warm. my! It's not the objective to keep them weatherized. I mean, I had infants, and I had mine in their bunting, their blanket, and I had them in a warm house. She put them out in the porch, and I'm going, "Where is this woman? She's insane." Wow. It was absolutely insane. That baby. Died. That's just. A, that's extremely scary. And this. I'm telling you, this was in the 60s. Wow. I'm not talking new. I'm talking 1960 era. I, I, it may have been in 1965, 1967, because I had babies all the time until 1969. But it didn't matter. Here was this poor, innocent little baby left outside to be seasoned it, it always made me mad. Just they always. never, that that wasn't grounds for homicide or a oh, murder? Yeah. Oh, in those days, they did. Oh, no, she was incarcerated. She, she murdered her child. Mm-hmm. She murdered. And, and there was, I mean, she, she went to jail. But nowadays, you guys, these people, these kids that are having kids could do something like that go in the house, take a hit of something, and fall asleep. Right. You know, and that's what happens. And it's just, I don't know how these kids are so durable. I really don't. There has to be a God taking care of them. There has to be a God. That's all I can say. 
and, and, and little, the children, I mean, with the amount of divorce, which again was a, 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 an argumentative way of us really being told, we do not want families, so we're going to make a lot of divorces. And they did. From I'm going to say from my era of, uh, well, a lot of my classmates stay together, but I think the, the next era, divorces became prevalent. As soon as they conned the women into going to work, and the women started making money, and they weren't going to take the abuse from the husband anymore. That's exactly right. That is a a real good time frame, and that that occurred in the 70s. Mm -hmm. The 70s on. Women, you're deprived, you're at home, you shouldn't be, you've got all these brains, and you can go out and work. and And in my case... Here my dad, the principal of a school, and my mom works at Kaiser, and she's making more money than he is. Yep. You know? Not and he went to college about. for five years, and all she did is started out riding a bicycle in the mill. <laughs> yeah, well, see, that's, that's, that's the point we're trying to raise. Well, and that's exactly what they're raising right now, that the teachers are still so completely underpaid for their education and the value of their the value level of their job, and they're still not getting paid considering consider uh, according to other jobs of level education, they're still underpaid. At and this a lot point, of it's these, not ever changed. A lot of these low, uh, lower paid people, I'm not going to say low class people, but people that aren't upper class, expect the schools to teach your kids when to put their shoes on. You know, it's did I ever tell you about the time I got in trouble with the uh, principal of the school because it was freezing outside and I had just gotten over pneumonia. And um, I was back at school. I was a substitute. And I was, um, I was there in what they called, they had a module, mobile classrooms because the schools were were so overcrowded in the main building so they put these mobile classrooms in and I was in one of these mobile classrooms well there was no heat I was cold the kids were cold and they wanted the kids all to be there and uh to be cold and it was okay and I go I sent notes home with every one of the kids and said, there is no heat here. If you are not uh, able to have your child stay at home, uh, please, um, you know, do something about it. I was, I, Make I can't sure they have warm clothes to wear, yeah. Right. And what happened was I had gone to lunch and I came back and I was put on the, the carpet and kind of read the riot act, and uh, but the principal, the vice principal, actually thanked me because he couldn't do a thing. But because I had told the kids and sent a written, handwritten note home with each kid, the principal had to do something. So they were brought into the auditorium, and, and they had a nice warm afternoon. Aww. But it's the point. It's the point. If we don't start 
saying something, they will keep on getting away with it. And these kids that were put in that closed classroom, that so. damages them Why? for the rest of their lives. We still have to say we're still in the, in the bullshit uh, yeah. level and why we have to keep encouraging people, stand up, speak yeah. out. Do not just bury yourself away from this stuff. And and it is going to happen. Just like you, Lola, kept putting it out there, everybody work together. Correct. That is the only way to do it. But it had to take enough people saying it it's the old hundredth monkey. Look at how it's starting to spread. It's the hundredth monkey. Is Lola on the call? You can't get away with it anymore. Lola, Am I talking did... to myself? That someone that of my intellectual level, which is probably, I don't know, not, not there, not huge, <laughs> could figure that out. A whole long time ago, and it took all these smart, smart people and men to not figure it out all of this time, and look how much further ahead we could have been. Yeah. I mean, I've been saying this. I have been going on every call and saying this, every call that I go on for almost three years. And it's it's finally starting to take effect. Even, Even the fact, even... There, I know of three to four grand jury associations. It's like they're all picking a different church. <laughs> they all picked a different little bit of a philosophy that they picked out of it, and they're going to run their own show. Yep. And so we got three or four of them out there. Why don't they all sit down together and take the best of what we got and expound on it and blow the lid off the whole thing. Nope. We're going to sit here and we're going to do it our way. Because that's what we are. We're, we're all, what is the word I'm looking for? We're all arrogant enough to think that we are the only ones that have the right way. <laughs> but see, that is exactly how we've all been trained also. Lola, I wasn't. Apparently, you, I was trained I was stupid, so I took that uh, to heart <laughs> Lola, to realize I needed everybody to help. Did you <laughs> Did you get my email yesterday, Lola, of the healing cat? No, I don't know if I did or not. I was Oh, my God, it is so funny. These two kittens are laying there on the table, right? And they're crawling over each other. And along comes this other cat, and it stands up on the table, and it's just standing there, and it's just touching these kittens, and and it and then the end of it, it said, this kitten gave those new, this cat gave those kids their new lot, their nine lives. It is just so funny, and I said, Lola, you're coming back as a cat next time. <laughs> Needless to say that my cat has been a little bit sick, and. I when I went to my my doctor, he said you have parasites again in your stomach. He said, and he looked at me and he said, do you have a dog? I said yes, and my dog and cat. I just took them and spent five hundred dollars at the vet again. They were not both of them. All of a sudden, it dawned on me they check the poop for parasites, but there are certain parasites that are so small that they're not getting. They don't probably catch it. So I'm going to treat them. He said, you need to be treating your dog with wormwood, too. And I said, probably my cat, too. 
And he he just looked at me and stopped and said, do you have a dog? Because you've got these back. I said, yes, I do. And they've been sick. Both of them were. So anyway, oh. yes, I... <laughs> because we don't think dogs and cats can pass diseases to each other. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, and he's on worm. I've got him on wormwood now already, and she's going to be a bigger fight because she won't eat anything. I'm going to soak one of her little pieces of food in it and then use the pill pusher <laughs> and uh, push it in with the pill pusher to get some of it down her, the wormwood, and see if I can... She went. Uh, she went mute. We lost her. She's doing better. I yeah. have to go to the washer, and it's going to make noise. Oh, oh okay. Uh, am I oh. on? Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, welcome, everybody. We're glad you made it on the call, and we're talking about the many different things we're going on. We also have the. Um, what do you call it, the Keshe Foundation Foundation that we want to talk about and get more feedback on what that is with everybody and and how they they think it's workable or not workable. So put your two cents in or three cents, whatever. But uh, Keshe released. Keshe Foundation is the gentleman, he's a nuclear a physicist, a nuclear engineer, a nuclear physicist engineer or something like that. I get it all confused. But he is, um, he told the all the countries once again that he is, if they did not respond in positive, we want to help our people, then he was going to release it to everybody and the heck with them. And um, so, and he did that on the 15th of September, uh, October, gave him 10 days, or the 16th of October, and gave him 10 days. So on the 26th, this past Monday, he started teaching all of us how to actually do his plasma energy. What is plasma energy? Plasma energy is a chemical reaction to copper that has been nano-coated and how it reacts to the uh, magnetic and the uh, magnetic field around us, the positive, negative, and how it interlaces with the chemical reactions, which doesn't explode on you if you do something wrong later on, there's some uh, problem, but... It's not a dangerous thing. He has taken basically where Tesla was when they stopped him in the early 1900s, building his Wymanheim Tower, where there were no wires to your house, and you got free energy in your house. Then uh, because you put an antenna up and this tower would send it to you is how his premise was. Well, what Keshe's, Um, plasma is, it will change as you have this basic piece of equipment which we are learning to build. You change the wiring system. The wires stay the same. You don't take out the wires in your house, but they become 
nano-coated in their way and create more plasma. You start out with two kilowatts. I told you I use approximately four to seven kilowatts a day. So starting out with two kilowatts may run your refrigerator, may run uh, your computers and those uh, small pieces of equipment. Then it, as the house gets more acclimated, the, you can put more electrical on. He has it up to where it's 10 kilowatts, and he has done improvements on it. So as you're learning how to do it, you will get improvements added to it. He is making approximately millions of these little containers so that you can have them in your house. And he wants it worldwide. Why? Because it stops the petroleum companies from controlling you. It stops the uh, danger of the, what the power companies have been doing and bleeding you uh, totally excessively on their uh, bad electrical stuff. I mean, we're being poisoned in our own walls where this nano nano uh, coating and the plasma it makes will actually be more, he- pardon me, healing to your body because he uses that for healing instruments too. So it, it's a, a, a better overall picture. And so I can only encourage you to listen to what it is. And if you know someone that's handy, they can help you make it because we can make it in our own houses. That's what Colin, Brad, and I have been doing for the last three years is talking, talking, talking about energy, how to do it, what to do. I've gone to school, and I, I, I understand what he's talking about. You will understand because he makes it simple. Wonderful. Elaine and I were talking last night and decided that you and Colin should teach the class on how to do this. Well, that's what we're going to be learning, uh, um, both of us, in our own way because of the fact that that is where we need to go. We need to be able to, uh, to do this. Colin's going to be listening to it. I listened to the first two and um and took notes however i i'm not going to be home this weekend otherwise i'd spend all weekend on it so colin's going to pick up the banner on that uh, hopefully and we'll get more of it done but it's not just for us to learn it it's for each of us to understand it because that is what he's teaching in NLA, in what uh, Lola's saying, in what each and every one of us saying, we understand, we, we get it, that we have to get the, the training. We have to start understanding, not standing under a judge, but understanding why we've been hoodwinked so much. And that's the same with the, the power, with the electricity. We've been hoodwinked on how, oh, it's so dangerous, you can't do anything with it. Only we, the specialists, can do it. And i got to tell you, the way he's explaining it, it's poking holes in all that I've learned. It's just the opposite. The stuff we're using is dangerous, and his stuff is safe. Thank you. That's exactly my point. Thank you, Patty. 
That's exactly the point. And until we get that, we're always going to be at the effect of whoever's holding the power. Now, the power is fuel. The power is education. The power is religion. The power is the money. Every bit of that is power. If we take, and this is why it's so valuable, he's released it for the entire world. He's given ambassadors to many of the different countries. He's given them these uh, actual finished working abilities to change the uh, kilowatts and change it into nano plasma, I'm saying nano, into plasma energy and get off the, the oil company's uh, control factors. Let me ask a question. Lola, sure. has, has the United States taken theirs yet or not? The United States has not. And the United States has been, uh, and the president supposedly, I heard this, I haven't seen it in writing, okay. supposedly has denied us the right to have this. And you know how I make my salute to him. is a three-finger read-between-the-lines, asshole. <laughs> No, they haven't taken it and they are not planning to at the moment help us but it's pretty interesting they're not able to keep this keep this or anything else down anymore and we better get ready for a real fruit basket upset because 90% of the people that don't know about all that's going on they don't know about the birth certificates and the fact that we don't that we can we have money there that we can't spend because they've done everything they can to keep the lid on that. The insurance there is ways to get insurance so that you don't have to spend that. Can you imagine what that's going to do to the insurance industry when that comes out that we don't need that or yeah. that it can be workable in a different way that industry. Can you imagine what's going to happen to the medical industry when we go sit by a, what do you want to call it, this little machine that scans your body and Mm -hmm. sets your DNA in a pattern of healing and it does it itself within hours, days, minutes, whatever. Can you imagine what's going to happen to this country or the world when all of this technology starts hitting as fast as in this last week, things have been hitting, it is literally going to blow the mind off of people because they have sat with their eyes shut, their hands over their ears, and said, I don't want to know, I don't want to hear it, I don't want to know, I don't want to hear it. And all of a sudden, it's going to blast their doors off. (laughs) It's going to be crazy. No more pills. All right. Well, the other side of it, too, I used to go to a gentleman. We couldn't get it here in South Carolina, but I used to go to a practitioner, and that's what I'm calling him because he wasn't a doctor, a practitioner that was able to diagnose exactly where your body's energy was and be able to say, you need to take this and you need to take that and it will help your body to get well. 
And well, we were able to get it done through um, Medicare. This other gal and I from my son's church and I were able to get it through Medicare. Then they discontinued it because we were staying well, which was not their objective. Wow. The, the fact is now they're even looking. The doctor that I go to is an is a osteopathic naturopath. And when he checks me, or and then the and so does the acupuncturist. They can find where the stuck energy is, and I was having a lot of digestive problems in my digestive tube going to my stomach, and I said, "This is where it burns and hurts." And she worked with me, and she said, "Your energy is all stuck right there." And she used acupuncture and moved that. And I'm telling you what, with that, within a couple of days. I could tell the difference. She moved that stuck energy. And when energy is stuck mm-hmm. and it's not free-flowing, it, you, it doesn't heal. Correct. And then the healing process can start. So they won't cover any of that on insurance nope. that I know of. I haven't got my, my insurance. I'm on Medicare, and I have a supplement plan, and you have to belong to you know, there are networks, and if they don't, when you find a good doctor that can do that, if they don't, you can't, it won't cover. So all of the doctors I go to are the acupuncturist, the insurance won't pay for any of it. Because, and, and they stopped, I asked one day, and it never even dawned on me, 2011 was the last year that insurance really covered anything that was natural. Yep. So they knew what they were doing. They didn't want anybody to be helped, and they figured the best way is if we can get these people so freaking poor that all mm-hmm. they can do is find crumbs to put in their mouth other than our drugs and our GMOs when we can go to McDonald's and feed them a dollar GMO hamburger that's probably got full of poison, then we've got this one, and that's what they've been doing and t- gradually taking everything natural. Even the insurance will not cover the, the, uh, any, any kind of natural treatment. And then to find out, here's one more, and I just told the guy yesterday, our insurance, I got a speeding ticket in a school zone, and I drove all the time, remember, and you'd get a ticket because, they're sitting running radar, they're all crooks, mm-hmm. whatever, and you don't ever get out of the ticket. It's 100% pay. I've sat through how many court things, and that, that 100% go through there, and it's a revenue game, you know. Right. So anyway, that ticket, and then I got a different car, and apparently I got a little bit of an upgraded model, but the same year. I'm 68 years old, and they raised my insurance to $1,900 a year. Yep. On this car. And I said to him, we've not ever had an accident. So, gee, an accident don't count. Apparently, not that many people get accidents, so that can't raise their revenue. But Mm -hmm. collusion and fraud with the police and setting people up and speed traps and everything else to make sure that we get tickets, ah, let's use that. Because Mm -hmm. that one works, and we can get more insurance money out of them because of that. Everything is going to change. And I told the guy yesterday, I said, you know what? I said, all our vehicles are paid for it. Here's the deal. I can't get a million-dollar bond. He said, yeah, I did hear that that could be done. I said, yeah, it can be. 
I haven't made the final decision yet, but I said, if this is the way you guys are going to play this game, then that's what I'm going to do and play my game. Do what? And I don't get a million-dollar bond, carry a million-dollar bond, and I'm my vehicle and other people, not my vehicle, but everybody's covered. You don't have to have insurance, right? But a million dollars may not be enough these days. Then you wouldn't have to have insurance. It's like insuring yourself through Lloyd's of London or something. I did yeah, that well, once. Yeah, Lloyd's of London are also crooks. But, but I had Emily, to do that most... once years ago. I did it because I inherited a bunch of money, and I was having problems with the law. So I went and got a bond. And yeah. Then they, yeah. And how much was it? Most. Oh, God, I don't even remember. Emily, most of your even umbrella policies that you put over insurances are a million dollars. I mean, yeah, that's umbrella, pretty much. Yeah, you're talking about umbrella insurance. I, I'm saying that you said that may not be enough. And when you put an umbrella policy, I've never seen one higher than a million dollars. We used to have an umbrella policy on everything, mm. and I've not seen one higher than a million dollars. So a million dollar bond on each vehicle ought to be enough. Well, do you have to pay for that? But well, the thing is, that, you could have um, you could have a you know a terrible accident and and end up like you know certainly with hospital bills exceeding a million dollars for just one person. Okay, but it but your insurance isn't going to cover it any more than no. the million dollar bond is because my husband found that out. When you, that's why you have to have health insurance. It's supposed to kick in. Well, medical where insurance. The insurance was right. Off. In the old days, medical insurance is even towards the end were, you know, two million or five million lifetime maximums per person. Wow. So and and for instance, Christopher Reeve. Remember the terrible accident he got in. Right. Uh, and he his his uh, he had a mutual of Omaha policy with a $1 million lifetime maximum, and he exceeded that. Probably a thousand times over. Yeah. <laughs> well, but that wasn't a car accident either. Right. But he, he had, I mean, he had uh, you know, that was a regular medical insurance that he had. One right. Million. And most people's medical insurance is $1 million. I mean, it's it's pretty rare to see them. And Robin Williams actually bailed him out and paid for, for a lot of his medical. Who did? Oh, Robin Williams did. Wow. Yeah. That well, was part wonderful. of we have part of the thing that we're finding here in South Carolina, you can take out a five hundred dollar bond, which is just a tokenism. I'm going to call it what it is. It's just a token of what uh, would possibly be uh, for, um, for coverage. And, and that is what people can do here in South Carolina. Now, they, they try and talk you out of it and do all the other BS with it, but it is the point that so much of what people are spending on insurance and not having accidents, just what you said, Lola. I've been wondering how they're surviving, and it is because they aren't making the money 
that they're doing all this money grabbing in the different ways they're doing it. And so it, it's And the other thing is it, it's, just, it's all such a scam anyway because it's not and like then, the medical you know, profession is so wonderful here that people are really getting the money uh, worth. And we're paying to get murdered. The other thing you can do <laughs> is you can do, you know, they've had the, um, um, you know, travel medical, um, you know, people going to other countries like to India. There are wonderful, wonderful surgeons yeah, in yeah. India, and um, you can get great care in other countries, much better than better than you can get here for a fraction of the price. And, and so, Emily, wouldn't you say most of those people live? to tell the next day where they aren't here. Yeah. <laughs> we bury our mistakes. Well, so, uh, go ahead. <laughs> I'm not sure what you, I didn't get the last part of what you said. Uh, so many of our people are dying in the hospital. Oh, yeah. For, for many different reasons outside of what they came in for. And also, iatrogenic deaths are caused by the medical doctors themselves. And so they, you know, you have mistakes, you have um, interactions with drugs that they use that they're they're not, you know, expecting, and that kills you. And of course, you have to sign on the dotted line. And they still collect all the money, whether you come out of there alive or not. So. It's such a scam. You want to avoid our hospitals, like the especially where in in South Carolina. Forget it. You don't want to go to any hospitals in South. I mean, the closest I would want to go to would be um, Duke, you know, in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. Um, Yep, and a lot of people go up there too for that just that reason. Yeah, I mean, you never see the. People are so so stupid. People that are born and you know raised here think that it's perfectly fine here. But um, when mm-hmm. I was doing the health insurance and I was in New England, they used to joke about the um, about care in this part of the country and the Appalachians and so forth. Because you know people wouldn't live. Long. That's why they used to cover. I remember asking why. Um, you know, the, why they would give such generous coverage anywhere, you know, or how they could do it. And it was because they, um, you know, the level of, of excellence, the standard of care was so much lower where we are than um, in other parts of the country. So, Mm-mm-mm. Isn't that a sadness? Yeah, it's pretty sad. Well, I am preparing myself to go to whatever hospital that Hillary Clinton went to. And yeah. I'm going. I am going to become an artificial intelligence. I just think that would be the best way to end my life right now. <laughs> well, and have you heard that she's got a lot of weird symptoms going on? She's actually really sick, and her campaign is covering up for her. She's got tremors. She's been fainting. She's fainted and hit her head. Also. Again. All sorts of things. Well, I don't know. Again, I I just heard that this week. You can't believe what you hear. She she supposedly had done that on one of her tours as secretary. So uh, that's why I say again. But uh, yeah, it's more recent than that. I think it's. Oh, I know. know. 
getting progressively worse. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. And of course, they, she's not. She doesn't know about the raw food movement or anything like that. Or maybe she does, and maybe that's how she's going to eventually address it. But I doubt it. Not doubt if you look it. at what her her husband did for himself. He's probably feeding her small amounts of arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> He wants another lesson the, to live with him. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> by the way, can you hear me or did I mute? Yeah, I can hear you. You're, I can hear you you're now. fine. You're fine. Have you yeah. guys? There's. I haven't watched the one story, but I watched this other one. Have you guys watched that series on um, Scandal? Uh-uh. Just called Scandal. It's uh-uh. called Scandal, and it's been on quite a few seasons, but. I've watched it here and there, and then the other night I, t- I taped it because when you don't get started at the beginning of a series, you kind of miss out, and you really need to get the beginning. Mm-hmm. Well, it's about the president. He is a president, and his helper, what was Condoleezza Rice to Bush? It, she was a secretary of state. Okay. No, she, was, she was? Condoleezza was the secretary yeah, of state. Yeah, yeah, okay, Bush. yeah. Okay, well, when this started, it basically reminded me of him, of Bush and Condoleezza Rice, but his wife really didn't remind me much of Laura because you didn't really see much of her or hear much about her. or I just never had the impression that she was like the, the wife of this president. Well, now we've gone a few seasons, and I think it could have been on – it's been on maybe five, I don't know, it's been on at least from 2013, 2012. And I watched a little bit, but now I've just sat and watched five in a row. And I am in shock. Now I see Bill and Hillary. The president is Bill and Hillary, but I still see the, the affair. And, and, and Bush was white, and this girl was a darker-skinned, kind of like Condoleezza Rice was. And, in fact, she is a dark skin, and she's really got quite a bit of the lead role. Well, in this last few sessions uh, or segments, episodes, they kidnapped her, and they literally, I mean, it was so frightening. I mean, what it seemed to me like was like... um, ISIS kidnapped her and how they'll murder people and they took this guy, they threw him in a, in a cell with a guy and they ended up taking him out and he was screaming and like she thought he, they killed him and it ended up that he was in it with them. Well, she finally, she was trying to figure out how to get out of there and she got the keys, she knocked one of them out, got the keys, got out the door and when she got out the door with unlocking all the locks, she walked into this huge room that was normal. It was like a normal office room. They had this set out behind these doors, and she was in there, and she was probably right in the same city as D.C. where they took her out of. That's what on on InfoWars they even showed how in a green room how they can – you know, do all these things just for the camera to have everybody believing that all these beheadings and things are going on when it's when it's you know probably isn't going on. Right. It's just for well, all. Well, anyway, us. what ended up happening? They found out that the vice president had her taken, and the president was in love with her, 
and they finally got a call and they wanted them to go into, I think it was North Africa. They used North Africa. They wanted war on North Africa for a reason. And they were holding her hostage because of this. And if they didn't do it, they were going to kill her. And the wife went then and said, you can't do this. And he, he said, I can't let her die. So they sent our troops in and a lot of civilians were killed and we had troops that were killed to keep her from dying. So when I got done watching this, they... Oh, I can't hear anymore. Oh, she's here. Um, uh, we lost you, Lola. I meant you're, green you're... screen, not green room. But they... I'm here. Yeah. Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah. yeah. We can hear you again. I don't know what my phone does, why it does that. Anyway, the vice president, they ended up giving him a shot in the neck. They tied him up, and they gave him a stroke. So he's in the hospital. Well, now the president and his wife, the president's wife, or the yeah, she wanted to be vice president, which doesn't that sound like Hillary? And the <laughs> vice president had to go, but they were having an affair. It was like nobody could trust anybody, but the the president and the vice pre, the president and his wife, they could kind of trust each other. Otherwise, nobody trusted. Yeah, they that's what it's like. And they it's and true. the thing was when I watched this, I thought. Oh, my God, we are all in this country. Six, seven million people are under the puppet ship of what's going on in that White House at any given moment. According to what they're doing, we're getting we're on this ship getting thrown back and forth because of that bullshit. And I believe that was true. Did you listen to to all the K. Griggs? Um, yes, interviews. I did. Yeah, because I mean that's what she talked about is pretty close to what you're saying. Uh huh. Yeah. If you watch that, you guys, you will be absolutely in shock. Yep. And to think, and the, and one thing that in one of the episodes I watched a while back, what showed that um, showed that um, the. Uh, the the the, uh, the president's wife had something done, and it, she didn't think it was going to have any effect. And before it was over with, 22 people lost their lives. And she was just, when they she heard she was like awestruck that she literally caused that and had no idea what she was doing was going to cause 22 people to die. And, I mean, yeah. it's just like, it's amazing. It's amazing to... To watch that—that's that, what we're cause, living through. That's the cause and effect. See, most people don't get cause and effect, and that's what's been lacking in a lot of our education. That's why we a want to hear about Benghazi, probably. Oh, what was that? That's probably why we won't hear everything about Benghazi because of something like that going. Well, on. even last night, you know. Um, Drake did bring up um, Benghazi, and he they're getting down to where it was all, and get this, it was a gun-running system. That's right. That's all it was. It had and Chris Stevens, knew, Chris Stevens yes. knew what was going on. Yes. And he wanted more money. That's why he was wiped out. Interesting, huh? Hmm. 
I mean, I don't believe, I, I don't get, of course, you know, you're talking about stupid when they don't even want to all get together to work, but I can't imagine somebody being in those positions and watching who is watching people die all the time because of something and even daring to open your mouth. Well, I can't imagine. Well, they're all existentialists. That's they, all don't, they, they, they don't believe in God. They, don't, they have no conscience. They have and, no and, feeling. And it brings up a wonderful TED thing that Norma Zamet sent me. I watched before the program. And it's about a German fellow who is, I, I guess he's in London, but he's, he's taping it for TED, you know, that uh, wonderful educational thing. And it's an artist viewpoint and action against spies. He's talking about Berlin. He's showing that the Swiss embassy invited these artists to come and see what they could create in an artistic form to be able to spy on the spies and uh, be able to communicate with them, basically, is the bottom line. And so they put up See, in Berlin, you cannot demonstrate. There's no freedom of speech. There's nothing. And this is all around the Brandenburg Gate and the different embassies and where the right stock is. And, um, the, and he said the only building that was never bombed, get this, never bombed in the Second World War was the Swiss Embassy. I wonder why, because the Swiss would have killed them all. So, <laughs> so uh, the Swiss invited these artists, and it's really a wonderful TED thing. I'll send it out because his point is exactly what you guys are talking about, is the finding out what the others are doing and communicating back and forth so other people can communicate and they did it through several different things, even in Africa. They did it in Australia to the people that are being, uh, landing in Australia and being put in, into the detentions. They're being put right into incarceration. They aren't even letting them in the country, which is what we basically should be doing with most of the people coming to America because we don't know who they are. And, but they've set up an art form where you can pull down these headsets and talk to the people. So now, wait a minute. Would, would you have wanted to be, when you came to America, when our families come to America, would you have wanted us to be put in detention or in prison because Lola, we, they didn't know who we were? We didn't Lola, know who we were. Lola, when they came to America, they went through Ellis Island and they screened right. every one okay. of them. They're not doing that today. Right. None they still need to do are. that. That's why they need to be put in detention so that they're in one place so that they can be processed and let the good people out, keep the bad ones in, because it's the bad ones that are now just roaming free in this country, not paying for a thing. Jerry called me up, your aunt called me up, and told me about the renters they had. They paid one month, maybe two, and never paid again. And she said, we basically have to redo the house with paint and everything else and right. uh, because it was so destroyed. Culturally, a lot of these people have never lived in houses. They need to be taught that. They need to be centralized so they can be taught 
just normal living abilities. Their culture should be, they should be able to keep their cultures. We did. You're not talking about the Syrians, though, are you? The Syrians are, a lot of them didn't want to come. They had perfectly, you know, uncomfortable middle-class lifestyles. Correct. Like we. They're being pushed out of there. By the monies that are being paid to the by people. By the bombing that it's by our country that's financing yes. both sides yes. and, and destroying their country. So they have to go somewhere. So I guess you know it's all it's all so screwed up. It's just I don't understand why the rent check couldn't automatically have been going to Jerry, so that woman wasn't able not to pay her rent. That's the kind. Why can't any- we protect our own citizens from this crap? That's exactly what was the point. Take care of our own people before we start opening up. But see, that isn't what they want to do. It's 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 just they're they're making it they're selling it to us that way so that we'll feel guilty and open up our Mm. our homes supposedly to them. But um, but they just want to. It's part of Agenda 21. They just want to lower everybody's standard of living and and take all our money. And, you know, just make it, and then, you know, just have us each at each other's necks and killing each other. And That is the bottom line. Yeah. May I say about... Bottom line. Well, they want to fight Yeah, go ahead. About Aunt Geraldine and that that situation. Yeah. Their son got this rental company to help... And that was a fly-by-night company, and they treated themselves as they were the landlords, oh. and Jerry and them were just the owners, so all the money went to them. Well, when they screwed, they got an 800 and some dollar deposit, the, the company did. When this mm-hmm. all went down, Aunt Geraldine had to put one stove in, clean up a mess because this lady burnt an aluminum pan all over the stove and ruined it within a month. The bottom line is when she moved out, I was there and I seen the house and we called them to come over there and said they needed to get this cleaned up. And I said, you have a deposit? And he said, yeah, I don't really remember how much it is. Do you know that I fought with them and mentioned it and wrote emails to all of them about this $805 deposit? Do you know that nobody got that deposit back for her and they have been paying all this and I have given up saying anything because it has done no good. That company kept that deposit. Then they said that they would tear the carpet up and redo the floors in there because they in, in two and a half months. She moved in the 18th of March and she moved out March 18th, April 18th, May 18th. By June, she was didn't pay her rent and she was moved out. They were, So they pulled the carpet out, and they said they were going to varnish the floors. They literally didn't even pull the staples out. There were sharp things sticking up all over that floor. It looked worse. I've never seen a floor look so bad. That's how they handled that. And Aunt Geraldine can't see us well anymore. I am very upset. I rent it to, to somebody that's not Section 8. Was this Section 8 housing? No, you know what? We don't even have any idea what it was because he signed the papers with her as the as the agent, and within a few days he had somebody moving in there. He just bulldozed everything like I'm the superpower here, 
and he's just putting crap in there. Then he was going to rent it again when she was gone, and it hadn't even been cleaned up. He was going to slum it and rent it to somebody else. Oh, and definitely. so she said, no, we're not renting it at all. We're cleaning it up and going to sell it. Now they're trying to do that, and it's amazing how much work Aunt Geraldine has done for everybody, and yeah. it just seems like it's impossible with her not able to do what she can do anymore. And she's there. They're trying to get there and get this done to get it on the market. And they need to get it just sold. They can't handle this anymore. But that man is still sitting there with $800 of her money, and everybody's letting them keep it. And I want to go up there and kill him, and it's none of my business. Yeah, I know. I would sue him. I'm sure she could find other customers of his that have been through the same thing and do a class action lawsuit. Okay, here's the deal. I think I've said it four times. Nobody in the family will go after that $800. No matter sure. what I've said, it is their money, not, not just the, the $800, company. not just the $800, but all of the, you know, due to the fact that he put somebody in there that he obviously did all the other damage. Do a, um, yeah. yeah, you know, her, her a check on them. Her kids are not going to fight for her. That is they're, her they're, they're too old. They're not going to. And the point was, if they're not even going to fight for $800, they're certainly not going to get into a lawsuit. I'm just mm-hmm. furious with them that nobody went after that $800. They could have done all this repairs with that. Somebody needs to do that floor. Machine. They can't sell it or rent it with the floor the way it is because somebody's going to get cut and hurt on that and sue them. Yep. I well, I would I'm go in, in there. I've, I just, lift, I've lifted up um, tax strips. I know, <laughs> I know how to do 80, that. She's she's eighty four, four years old, isn't she now? Um, I think so. The thing yeah. that it is, Emily, is when you have um, padding, they take a big stapler and they just smack that. I know what they do because I I took out all the carpeting in this house. Yeah, uh, to save money. I mean, I now having done it, I, I would never do it again because it's an it's an awful job. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I know I know what it is to do it, and then you have to go around with a crowbar and you have to lift lift up those tack strips. And right. You have to be very then, careful picking them up because you can get um, you know. You can, and they didn't do that. They just whether they took an ice scraper over it and just kind of broke them off, and there's oh, point, there's just points sticking up all over, like a point of a little tiny sharp nail. Yeah. That's like in my, yeah. I rub my hand in one spot in just like a little four, four or five-inch area and hit three of them. Mm-hmm. The whole floor is like that, and she can't sell that and do that, and these people got her money, and I can't seem to make the kids listen to this or say, is somebody going to do something here? Nobody's doing anything. You just need a handyman to go in there and just get rid of it all. And Well, she's she got a handyman. All. They're helping her now on the exterior. Mm. But I I mean, I'm so far away. God. It's, it's hard to help. I mean, they're they're really busy all the time. They're, and they're trying to go there and, and work and do what they can do together. And I'm just upset about it, but there's nothing I can do but watch. I mean, as my, I wrote emails to them all about this money, to get this money back so they could redo this. 
and to fire them and to do the firing in writing because she signed a contract in writing and these kids, I mean, I've been in real estate for 30 years. You do stuff in writing. Mm -hmm. They never did fire them in writing. Uh, so they don't have any reason to give them the money back. Yeah, when you're on the outside, there's not a lot you can do. Boy, I'm sure glad I don't have any kids to murder me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't believe yeah. her kids aren't taking responsibility for her. It just irritates me. Well, they and are, and they are in different ways. I mean, they're really responsible in making sure that they get their doctor's appointments and their medicines and they're watching them and they bring food and they help with things like that. And, and one of the oldest son has been there to help him some with the outside work and such. But, Good. you know, he's, they're there. It's not like they're not there. It's just like they all need to get together. This is a, I mean, we're going into winter, and they're going to have a house-setting vacant all winter. This is one of those things where you say to the family, like they did in the freshers, all the neighbors got together. We have an yeah. emergency here. The whole family front and center for a weekend, we're finishing the paint job on this house. Mm -hmm. Right. That kind of thing I'm not seeing. That's what I want to see, and I'm not see seeing that. that. And that's part of what uh, has been drummed out. Do not help other people. It's called the golden rule. Yeah. And and I don't think that they're intentionally doing that either, you know. No. It's just one of those things that it's it's literally, I, I stress for them, it's got to get sold. It's a stress on Aunt Geraldine. And when she gets stressed, it causes her to get more nervous, and you can hear it on her voice. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it's not a healing thing for her at all. It doesn't help her heal. Not at all. Gang, I do want to uh, interrupt right at this moment and say that uh, I'm going to have to shut us down at about 1130 or get towards shutting us down because I'm going on my railroad excursion today and we're going up the center. And I'll be riding the rails for, and I'm not being tarred and feathered, okay? okay. How long are you going to be on the train? And you have a nice uh, day for it. Oh, uh, today is a great day to go. Tomorrow we should have good weather, but Sunday's going to be raining. But uh, we'll uh, be on the train from about 5:30 tomorrow, uh, Saturday morning, till probably about eight or nine at night, and then we do that again. Sunday when we go up to, um, uh, we're going up to um, uh, Asheville, which oh, is a nice little town, yeah. Yeah, nice that sounds fun. Mm. No, it is. It's so much fun. And we, we, Do you drive we past the Biltmore Estate? Well, we, we're going to be, uh, the train will pull in just next to the Biltmore Estate. And they'll take buses into town or towards the Biltmore. They don't have time to do the tour of Biltmore, but it'll be uh, definitely close by. And um, I, I just really enjoy being on the train. And it's a, it's a weekend. And we just go and do all these wonderful things and see, meet nice, nice people. And it's... Um, it's a great excursion time wow. for all of us. So. Good. Is that I'm expensive to do or is that fairly reasonable? I'm a volunteer, so it's my okay. time. 
when the people actually pay for it, it's approximately anywhere from 200 to $300 because we're in the refurbished cars, the ones that have been uh, re-bought um, back to their original state because wow. many of them are abandoned and uh, left alone and all that kind of stuff. So we're, that's wow. what we do. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And really nice people ride the rail. <laughs> it used to how long are you going uh-huh. How long are you going to be gone? The weekend. Very good. That's so nice. Oh, it is. It's a lot of fun and a lot of nice people and I I call it my stand-up comedy time because I just try and keep them all laughing and having a good time <laughs> because that's what it's about, you know. You know, people, we're here to have fun. And I make the announcement, if you're here to be serious and you want a very serious ride, there's the door. (laughs) We're here to have fun, girls and boys. And so that's That's, what they do. That sounds so fun. Do you do that periodically? We do it once a year. uh, It's a a railroad museum uh, called Watoga. Railroad Museum, and they're out of Johnson City, uh, Tennessee, and they have gotten some wonderful, quite a few of their cars are used on it. They rent some of the other cars. The front, about the first uh, 15 to 20, well, I'm going to say first 15 to 18 cars are Amtrak cars. So those are passenger trains, and they uh, take people um, their their ride is about $150. So it, 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 everything's rented, so they have to be paid back. And what we actually do, which is so exciting, in the old days, you could always be on the train and get a meal. Well, that's what they do. They provide a meal for the people that pay the more expensive amount. And uh-huh. you get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And wow. it's fresh cooked. It's not out of a can or anything. It's all fresh cooked, fresh meat cut. I mean, it's they and you can smell it, and you go through. We the workers get cheese sandwiches and stuff like that. <laughs> oh. oh, are you serious? No, they they give us quite. They give us a good meal, and but we only eat lunch on there. We have to have breakfast before we get on. We have lunch on the train. When they're in t- and the people are in town, we're having lunch. So it's it's really and nice people from all over. Wow, all how much fun! Yeah, yeah, yeah it's 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 what we do once a year. So uh, that's why I have to kind of say I got to shut down early, game. Oh, right. <laughs> oh how exciting! Oh, have a good time! Wow, you're gonna be there on Halloween. Are you dressing up? Well, that. <laughs> you guys are going to laugh, but I'm going to show them my condom again. I think you should dress as a condom. Well, I think so, too. I have a whole bag of condoms this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, I am so innocent. But, I mean, it's not- <laughs> We should have made her a costume, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so 
she could just put it on top of her head and it'd go down her body and it'd be a condom. There you are. I am your local condom. Well, when I came back last year and I had the condom from, I'd gotten the condom at a Halloween party that they had at the school, and it's 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 an hysterical condom. I think I read it last year, and uh, the the whole issue was that no way <laughs> did these people on the first day get away without knowing I had this condom, and so <laughs> so the. Um, uh, what was it? So when I got back to school on Monday, I told the teacher, I said, you should hear what I did with my condom. And he said, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get the joke, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, it was funny. I'll blow one up and put it on Bruce's antenna for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get there. <laughs> no, I'll probably good. get a ticket for for um, being cruel to minors or something. I probably couldn't get away with it in the trailer park because there's children here. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why on Sunday I had to watch how I worded things. Because <laughs> we had children. <laughs> But it was good. It was good. Good Lord, who would think old people would get such a kick out of condoms? <laughs> well, they the should have taught us this when we were in first grade. There you go. And that's exactly my point for bringing it out. Because of the fact that we are, everybody was in condoms, in condoms, in college, and most of them are married. So they have all had a condom in their lives at one time or another, and here they are starting to show at, at in college. Give me a break. These kids are more worldly than we ever were when we were in school. So it, 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 was, it was funny. It is very, very funny what, what goes on in these insane places. So, <laughs> Oh, guess what? Guess what? What? They have lifted the the thing in China. Now the Chinese people are allowed to have two children each. Yeah, I heard that too. I think that is really, that's a sign of change, you guys. Well, what the problem is, is they were killing all the girls. They have all these men and no women. I wonder if they, yeah, I wonder if the two children both have to be boys. No, no, no. Let's, let's no. not let that go that way. Well, they'd, they'd have to get some more females in there. They don't <laughs> have any females. They have a whole country of males. Well, they have five times as many people as we do, so they don't have a problem. But they have a whole lot of ghost cities, too. And there's floating cities coming around. What's that all about, you guys? I agree. What is that? Yeah, where are, they, where are they floating? Up in the in sky. The sky. <laughs> oh, those cities. Oh, yeah, those are fun. Uh, but you know what was given as a good solution to the uh, to the refugees? Why not move them over to those empty cities in China? Well, hell, why don't we move them to the cities in the sky? <laughs> well, we don't yeah. we don't have a permanent on that one. <laughs> but the the issue here is they're already built. There's nobody living there. There's uh-huh. no charge or anything. 
And I, I, I myself would not want to live in one because it, I don't know if any of you ever saw the, the huge apartment buildings they, they made in China and had no foundations and they fell over. Yeah. Huh. That's scary. Yeah. That's interesting. Scary. Yeah. Um, you know that you guys, how you doing hey. Donaldson here? Hi Donaldson, how are you? Uh, trying to stay happy. Trying uh, to stay, no trying, doing is what you do. Oh, actually, you know, the happiness just comes out, you know, but when I say I have to try, you know, we, we, we're born in, to a conditions world, you know, so it's like I got I to gotta really constantly recondition my thinking. There you go. But, hey, yo, about the, uh, uh, let's see, uh, those uh, floating cities. See, I've heard that through the chemtrails and the, all the metals that are putting in the, in the sky, actually, it creates for a better uh, platform to, to broadcast hol- holographic images. Oh, it's Project Bluebeam again. Project Bluebeam, there we go. <laughs> oh, it's the government's doing it. They're not real. Darn it. <laughs> oh, man, that would have been so good. You guys must have already discussed that. Well, and there, and there's no getting away from it because the size of the um, particles are nano-sized so that we breathe it in and so that that's why people that are really... Um, sensitive. Yeah, sensitive to all the you know radiation, electromagnetic fields and everything are just... The only way to get rid of it is to detox it out of your body with, um, you know, parsley and cilantro and the green, the greens that um, are effective in doing that. Okay. Uh, it's going to be affected. Now, one of the things that was interesting here, Emily and I had some rain these last uh, two or three days. Now, yesterday morning, I don't know how early you got up, Emily, but I was up at like six, and the you could see that the sky was clearing and it was really looking nice, et cetera. And by the time I left for school and got on my bike, the chemtrails over my head, I counted them. There were 12 of them. So I said, okay, that's six planes because I just divided it, of course, as you know. And so um, when I got to school, Almost the entire sky was checkerboard over the school. Now, that was like a 10 to 15-minute ride. And they had purposely filled it all in so that they could have more rain or whatever their insane procedure is to make certain we do not have a clear sky. So I don't know what their their gimmick is, but it sure is not healthy for you and I. You know what? Yeah. I think they're what? doing them here at night. Yeah, they do do it at night. They do do it at night. And I I've found a, a place in South Carolina. It's a you know Savannah River, you know site in uh, near Aiken, and one of their divisions um, actually advertises that they will do the stratospheric spraying for any commercial oh. or government or. <laughs> It's like, here we are, we, you know, we're going to, we can do the spraying for you if you want. And Well, you, Emily, you should get that name because Steve and them, what if they're doing that and they can find out who's doing it, I think they'll file commercial liens against them and stop them. 
well, it'd be nice, but there's one of the big, I'm sure it's, it's where a lot of the spraying around here originates probably. I know, but if you we, we, when you don't have names, then it's well, hard to get you, a hold I'll of them. It, I'll send you the, uh, the website and the link and everything. I've already sent a, an email out to the Tea Party group, and, of course, I send it out and nobody responds, so I don't know right. if they... They yeah, so I don't, don't want to believe her. it, or you know. And then you can also look up um, of the U.S. Um, United States Code, the Chemical um, yeah. Warfare Division, and it's um, it's sex, it's Code 50, Chapter 32, and then there's a section something. Um, I've saved that. I have that, and um, where it says that they. Um, they basically are allowed to spray over the American people. It doesn't come right out and say that, but it says that they can spray as long as it's not for, um, you know, reasons. It's it's not violent or it's not, um, you know. In other words, if they're it's from if it's for medical reasons or experimentation, yeah, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, they can only do that, Emily to their slaves, which is their citizens, which is under their slavedom. If you're not a slave, they can't spray you, and that's where they're getting them because people are choosing to not be slaves and are filing paperwork saying, oh, by the way, this is all fraud. Well, our government and our Congress passed this legislation. You can actually read it in black and white. It's not our government. Well, I know, I know. It's not not a legitimate government. Under the circumstances, since it's not our government and we were fraudulently thrown into it, ab initio, then here we are and we're not a party to it, so we could sue them because they're poisoning not their own people. They're poisoning... We, the people, the sovereign people, the American nationals on the land. So that's and they're what also they're going doing after. In Europe. They're doing it everywhere, I think. They are doing that's it everywhere. Well, they're, I think they're doing it pretty much wherever Australia, New Zealand area, the European area, the United States, Canada. They're doing it a lot in the areas that are really still under the crown. Mm-hmm. And then also there's a really good 30-minute long video that has a panel of scientists, a meteorologist, a pilot, and um, they just pretty much go down the line, each take five minutes or so, and just get right to the point and say that it's all true, it's all real, and it's scary, and it's not. And one of them talks about the um, nano-sized particles and that the only way that you can get rid of it is through detox. I don't know if any of you are familiar with Dane Wigington. He's got a website and it's something geoengineering. Just Google Dane, D-A-N-E, Wigington, W-I-G-I-N-G-T-O-N. And he's been speaking quite a bit out on the calls I've been on and he said that if we don't stop this yesterday, he said we have 10 years of life left on this planet, period, end of discussion, everything will be dead and gone. 
He said, we're losing over 200 species a day of plant and animal life. And he said, the numbers have been done computerized. They put all the figures, all the stuff in a computer, and that's what it has spit out. We have maximum of 10 years on this planet left if something isn't done now. But, you know, and it's not just from the the chemtrails. It's also from the the beef industry, the methane, from all the cattle farming and all the um, forestry that's destroyed just so that, um, you know, cattle, well, I think that's partly for the farming, the agriculture, and partly for um, the construction industry, which I is have damn to, for I have to 21. Tell you that they don't they don't tear trees out to raise cattle because where they raise cattle there weren't any trees anyway. They tear trees out simply because we're wasteful and they're using all the forests and all the trees, but they aren't tearing them out and putting cattle there. There may be methane gas from the cattle, and we really certainly don't need to continue to breed cattle to eat because we don't need to eat them. And I think they're finding that out, but that isn't really an issue that. I mean, after being raised and such on the farm, we made sure that there were trees planted and we had grassy fields that were either crops or or uh, grass for the cattle, rotated it, but we did have areas that were just trees and they were left trees. Well, there, I'm talking, I guess in the rainforest area, there was a woman who was killed by the... Um, she was an activist, a long-time activist, and was trying to protect the rainforest. And she was getting the word out about what, you know, that the, I think it was the cattle, the, you know, raising of the cattle that um, was a threat to the rainforest. And so they ended up shutting her up by uh, by killing her. Was that the one that got plowed under by the plow? Yeah, I think so. And I think I already sent you a that was years something ago. Yeah. to send out to everybody. We did that years ago. I sent oh that. Oh my years God, ago. you guys! You yep. should see what I just saw. I just looked out my window. Okay, and Opal was getting ready to take the kids to school, and just as I looked out. Nikki fell out of the car on the ground, Ouch. got up, went up the steps, and Mom drove off and took the boy to school. And now Nikki's left with her daddy. And she's covered in mud. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. Clean me yeah. up, Scotty. <laughs> well, that happens. Kids happen to fall out of cars, and kids happen to fall, and she can't take her to school that way. No. Go get cleaned no. up, and I'll come back and get you, and I'll take you to she school when you're cleaned up. She did it on purpose, up. you guys. Nikki did it on purpose. She's a little drama queen. <laughs> oh, she didn't want to go to school. Got it. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to sit over here and laugh at them. <laughs> And be glad I don't have kids. And none of you dogs and cats better act up today either. <laughs> They're on I love you guys. I had to have All a right, joke. you guys. Well, it is 11 o'clock, and you guys have a good day, and I'm going to get busy. Oh, we love oh, you. Bye. Have a good weekend. Yeah. And all right. All right. All right. Have fun, Lola. Bye-bye. You too. Have a good time. Will do. I'll report next Friday. Happy Halloween. Hell yeah. Oh, be sure and put your clocks back. 
We always oh. have the clock spring a fall back this weekend. What always. day? Sunday? Saturday night. Okay. I will be so glad because every time now I turn off my computer, it goes back an hour. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe maybe oh. it won't do that again after it, you know. I've been having time trouble. But I figured out how to change the time on my computer now. So that well, Everyone right. keeps covering your butts. Covering your butts with what? Well, I just said cover your butts. I mean, you know, cover your exterior and your posterior. <laughs> Is that leaving uh, something out? <laughs> yeah, it's a little chilly out there too. Yeah, it is good. Well, I think these guys are coming off their their vitamins because they realize they're not going underground. I got I got to buy some vitamins that I really wanted, and they're made by Drucker Labs. With over 415 essential ingredients, naturally naturally rich in carbon, oxygen, and folic acid, all in one. 71 organic-bound trace minerals, full-spectrum plant-derived, plus vitamins, micro-minerals, herbs, antioxidants, fruits, sprouts, essential fatty acids, fibers, noni, electrolytes, digestive enzymes, amino acids, vegetables, aloe vera, probiotics, super green foods, and psycho, or phytonutriments. Psychonutrients, 100% carbon bomb. It's called Intramax. <laughs> what? No, I said, do they have any psychonutrients? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm already psycho enough. <laughs> okay. But, no, and I... I took this stuff for a week when I was babysitting, and Faith let me take it at her house. And so I just ordered a bottle of it. I said, I'm worth it. And it's the best one I could find, and it's $80 a bottle. And how many um, a month. capsules? Are they tablets or capsules? It's liquid. You drink it. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. That'll get into you a little better. Yeah. So there you go. I is there I'm any is there any homeopathic remedy for um removal of blood clots or removal of like um fat little fat clumps that like to build and, and get stored in our um in between our skin and our flesh? No. You're talking about um your yeah, lymphatic clog lymphatic system. Mm-hmm. The the thing that you can do for that is to eat uh alkalized alkalizing foods like re- raw fruits and vegetables. Okay. But there but there are you can cayenne pepper is good for um clearing the you know your it's really good for your cardiovascular your circulatory system right. and your heart. So that's an herb it's not a homeopathic. What There's a different, people people need to understand the difference between homeopathy and homeopathics. A lot of people just say homeopathics and they're referring to holistic or, you know, non a non-drug treatment. But homeopath homeopathics is a a mode of medicine all by itself. It's totally different from herbs, okay. and vitamins and minerals. Okay. But there, there isn't a homeopathic remedy that will just attack a clogged lymphatic system. 
Is candida related to, to the clogged lymphatic system? It's a, it's a fungus. It's an over-infestation of yeast. Candida? And it's, yeah. yeah. And actually, um, you know, viruses, people that really understand are really into this. People that are in naturopathy school learn all this. But there's a really great um, channel on YouTube, and this, this gal is just finished um, naturopathy school, and she talks about what actually happens, um, you know, how the body actually works, and Dr. Morse does this also to a degree, but, you know, the medical establishment has us all worried about bacteria and viruses and how they're all bad things and then, you know, make us sick and kill us and everything, but they're actually, um, you know, our bodies. Uh, response to balancing out um, dead tissue because when you have bacteria and when you have viruses, it's actually eating um, the sick and the weak um, cells so that we all carry a viral load and we all have some candida and we should have it. We shouldn't want to try and get rid of all of it. So it's there for a reason, but um, but yeah, you can have an overinfestation of it, and um, you know the sh- sugar, um, an increased clogged lymphatic system. Again, it's it's all acids. It all boils down to eating acid-forming foods, which are the starches, the starchy vegetables that have to be cooked, like legumes, the beans, the meats and the refined flours and sugars, and the dairies. Dairy is really, really bad as well, very clogging. Okay. So if you can, the more raw, you know, leafy greens, fruit, and raw vegetables that you can eat, um, the more hydrated you're going to be, the more alkaline you're going to be, the less clogged you're going to be, and the healthier overall you're going to be, and you're going to be able to detox. You want to make sure that you have sediment in your urine. That means that your cellular waste are actually able to escape and you know, right. get out what of your body. Should be yellow or should whatever. I mean, what? Should your urine be yellow or not? Is the it yellow. The yellow is going to be various different, you know, shades of yellow, right. depending on you know the concentration of. Um, but what you're looking for is white sediment in that mm. yellow. Okay. So you it want should little be like a milky... bits of like salt, you know. Yeah, a clear, like clearish milky. You want it like to be milky, color. yeah. Yeah. Or, or even just like little sprinkles, like a snow globe kind of thing. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, you don't want it to be. You don't want it to be clear. That's not. See, that's the other thing. That everybody thinks that it, you're healthy if you have clear urine, but no, you're not. You have weak, partially non-functioning kidneys if you have clear urine. So what you can do to get your kidneys working better is to eat, again, the, the leafy greens, the parsleys, the dandelions, or, you know, kidney glandulars if you want to go that way. Let's just say I wanted to go cold turkey, stop eating meat, just cleanse my system and just kind of start a new new regimen. What would be, do you think, what would be the easiest uh, way to do it? Because I really want to 
Well, and also what you're going to do when you do that is you're going to have cleansing reactions. So okay. you you may feel sick, you may you know you may get headaches, and that's what that is is it's your lymph, oh. your it's the the um, lymph finally moving and the toxins finally trying to get out. So as they're moving around, they may make you feel under the weather. But you just have to tell yourself that that's you're not getting sick. That's a normal reaction. That's a good thing. What Dr. Morse used to like to tell people is, you know, what you want to do is find a person with a cold and hug them. You know, someone with a runny nose, that's a great way. You want that loose mucus, you know. You want to be able to get rid of that stuff that's up in your head. And um, you want a runny nose. You want, you know, coughing to be able to cough up phlegm and stuff. You don't want to stop it. Like the medical profession has us all believing that we want to do. And the other thing you don't want to do is you don't want to eat too much. That's, that's the other thing is they they tell us that we need to eat food for energy, and that's a big fat lie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you, you don't have energy until the food that you eat is, is all um, digested and transformed into healthy, live cells that your body can use. And that takes, you know, days. Well, I know I, def- I definitely get a, an immediate reaction if I'm feeling a little bit, um, you know, famished or whatnot. And I feel more energetic and, and, and alive when I when I eat a, a meal or eat something, That's you all, know. It's all psychological. Because, you know, after Thanksgiving, especially, um, or after a big meal and, you know, everybody knows that you, you feel tired okay. and you want to take a, a nap. And it's because you're eating... Number one, you're eating too much, and number two, you're eating foods that uh, shouldn't be eaten together. Mm-hmm. They're all, um, you know, it's poor food fighting. combining. They're wow. fighting with each other. That's right. what we get for killing all those Indians. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Indians, it didn't matter. They, in nature, they got what they had. And use that where we get all the surplus and all the goodies that we must do at Christmas time. My daughter-in-law does. Um, I, I well, I'm going from memory, and she said Bingo. she denied it, but I thought we got uh, sauerkraut one year or cabbage or something. I can't remember, but she said no, and I said I think it was your first turkey. <laughs> but Germany doesn't have Thanksgiving. You know what, now that I think about it, those kids have been eating nothing but sugar since yesterday across the street. They've been having parties and stuff. No wonder she's acting like that. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be hyper for days and weeks. (sighs) You're locked out, girlfriend. What you doing, Jacob? He said, I am awake, and I need to move around. Hey, you know, sometimes I'm, like, thinking to myself, oh, man, we're in such a dire situation, man. I just need to keep studying. Yeah. Yeah, I need to keep eating right, but I just need to keep studying. And I need to, you know, I don't know. These thoughts are so fleeting because I feel like I'm in a place where I've never 
experienced this type of, of thing before. Like when I was coming up, when I was a young man, I'm 40 now, but when I was young, I mm-hmm. could remember things easier. I was a li- I'm a lyricist. I still am, and I can always remember. I mean, I'm, I pride myself on being able to, be able to remember law, but it's a trip how how things are kind of like right now. Like it could be the pot. That's what it is. It's the smoking of the pot. That's what it is. <laughs> I smoke pot. And uh, the memory sometimes goes, you know, and I'm like, okay, why, why does my memory go, oh, that's right, I smoke weed. <laughs> well, Steve, if you're doing that, you're actually imbalancing your body and some of it. If you're, you know, excess of anything is uh, part of what causes the body to not be functional. But you can also increase your memory and um, grow new brain cells Again, eating an alkaline diet, taking the correct herbs, berries are really, really good for the for your head and for your brain. Raw organic berries, strawberries, raspberries, blackberries, blueberries. I don't. I mean, I don't know what the psych, you know, the uh, effect of smoking pot is on on the on the brain cells. They say that kills brain cells. All kinds of things do that. I'm sure they die and and are replaced on a regular basis, right? Yeah, but they tell us that that brain cells can never be regenerated. That's a big fat lie. Yeah, it has to be. No way. All your cells, all your cells can, you know, regenerate. Absolutely, because your whole body, every seven years, your whole body's a new body. And even, even to the point where, if you were born with a birth defect, if you give your your body the right tools, the right food, and the right herbs, you can get rid of that birth defect. So you can be healthier than you ever were since your birth. And that's a good point. And they don't want people to know that. Of course, they, you know, most of these medical doctors honestly don't know themselves because they limit their education to just allopathic Western medicine, which is only to, you know, make the medical establishment more money. Hey, you know what I'm going to do, you guys? I have to do this so I can kick a lot of these bad habits. I'm going to, to like a, I have to go to like a meditation, like a two-week meditation retreat or something. Yeah, like that's take, Yeah, just stop everything, you know? Yeah, because it's a, really a combination. You have to do the the meditation, the sort of the, um, a little bit of exercise. Some people shouldn't do any exercise if they're not filtering their kidneys at all because you don't want to be jouncing your lymph around if the um, the poisons can't get out, all you're doing is you're sloshing poisons around. And but I feel like we're in such a time we're in such a time period where it's just like you know what, I could die tomorrow from some random stuff that's happening. So I'm gonna have a good time, and I'm also gonna study, and I'm gonna keep I'm gonna be sincere, not serious, about what I'm doing. You know, and if and if I go, I go, and I know I did the right thing. All you know by studying and sharing the information and getting it all out there. I don't want to, you know, of course, like, neglect my future or the future, but... But what I was saying about the exercise is that's another thing that they brainwashed us into thinking that we need to exercise more and that, you know, people that are overweight need to exercise. Well, first of all, you need to make sure that you're able to filter and get rid of the acid waste that you're carrying around. 
And if you're not able to do that, you don't want to exercise. You don't want it because what exercise does is it just pounds, as I said, sloshes the toxins around that can't get out. And, and, you know, we have our digestive waste, but we also have our cellular waste. And the cellular waste comes through the, uh, you know, through our kidneys into our bladder and our urine. And people aren't, you know, forget about that, that very important uh, waste that we need to get rid of because our body's made up of 100 trillion different cells that all consume and eliminate. And that's where all our diseases come from. Well, a lot of our diseases come from is the inability to get rid of those wastes and then wherever yeah, I, they're located. I, Go ahead. That 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 makes sense right there to me. I thought that's I resonate with what you just said. Yeah, Good. that's that's I had these sort of eureka moments when after years and years of studying, years and years of kind of believing all this this deficiency um thinking philosophy that you know we we have a disease because we're deficient in selenium or we're deficient in this or that, you know, vitamin or mineral. But it's more about the fact that we can't get rid of the acid waste and we have to get rid of those wastes. It's much more important. Because just imagine if you have a a trash can that's full of just junk and waste and dead decaying food that you're putting in it, and then you try and give it some supplements, <laughs> you know, to to make it all better, you still have a trash can full of waste. And that's what our bodies are. Our bodies are just loaded with these waste from these foods that we've been eating, which our bodies are not designed to utilize, which are the cooked foods, the dairy, the meat, and the starches. So raw. So raw is the way, yeah. Raw, I mean, but then to just show you how wonderful the body is, even you know, even people that just go to the um, sort of low acid grains and the cooked leafy greens, which is basically macrobiotics. Um, a lot of people will go on a macrobiotic diet, which is mostly all cooked, um, cooked greens, um, seaweeds, and soups, and brown rice, and they're able to get rid of their cancer eating that mm. way. But wow. but even more, you know, healthier than that is the, you know, all raw, the juice fasting. But even beyond that is the all water fasting, the long water fast. And beyond that <laughs> is... Uh... <laughs> Breatharianism, right? Breatharianism? Just well, breathing yeah, and... I don't... Yeah, dry <laughs> fast and, and breatharianism, I suppose. Right. But even water fasting, you can mess yourself up if you don't know what you're doing and if you do too much of it too soon. I mean, it's not... It's. I listened to a, um, a lecture by a guy, a natural hygienist and an author. He's written several books and now I can't... Um, remember his name, but if you go on any of the natural hygiene sites, you'll eventually find him. But he he says that you should never ever eat if your body is telling you 
that it's not hungry and it doesn't want food, listen to it. And that's, of of any time when you shouldn't be eating, that's the time when you want to fast, is when your body is saying that it doesn't want food. But that's the time when you go to your medical doctor and they'll say, oh, well, he hasn't eaten in, you know, two days. Oh, that's terrible. You have to do start pumping him with this drug and that drug to bring his appetite back. Or something. That's ridiculous because and sometimes you hear cases of people not being given even, you know, vitamin C in the hospital. They're just, they're kept on like this IV, right? But they don't even get... Right. They'd, okay, so, oh, I'm supposed to eat all this stuff, right? After not eating for two days, but you can't give someone who's in the hospital who needs hydration, you can't give them any water. Yep. Or, or what they'll do is they'll give the, the person that's just undergone cardiac surgery uh, a hamburger and French fries oh, in, in the hospital because the food, they don't put two and two together and realize that the food is, is what caused the disease in the first place. They, <laughs> they still think that there's no, you know, no relation whatsoever to the food and to the, um, the illness that the person has. Yeah. Well, you guys are great, and I just want to bring this back around. I can feel wonder trying to get off the phone. No, I'm 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 fine. It's eleven eleven twenty four. Maybe doing it's me. Great. This is what we're here for. Yeah, that's this true. Is what okay. We're here for. Well, that's so that's to that's, hear these suggestions. If you're if you're okay with continuing on, I I love it. I don't want to put you in a position where you you know you're like oh I got to go, but uh. Well, I'll give you plenty of time. I'll be putting my makeup on. I just put JT. He just went potty and poopy, and I'll I'll be doing little things as we we go forward here. So we're fine. We'll be fine. Cool, cool. No, um, man, like I just I'm in a weird place in my life right now. But forty. But no, you 40, just have to remember that but, it's just all lies. So much of what we've been told and. Even what the so-called, you know, holistic community believes, they're still into this whole deficiency thing because they're pushing the um, supplements. Yep. They want to yep. sell those supplements, and so they're all about having people think that if they take a certain supplement that they, you know, won't be deficient anymore. But then, of course, they don't say, you know, you have to keep taking that supplement or else. And, and the bad thing about it is is that um, – your body could be dependent on it, like like um, Dr. Morris has found that people that um, take digestive enzymes and rely on digestive enzymes to digest their food, once they stop taking the digestive enzymes, when they eat food, the food comes out, you know, just looking like food and isn't digested at all. And so that's how you can really... Um, you know, they, your body is supposed to be able to do all these things on its own. It's not, you don't see in nature trees with, you know, bottles of supplements hanging from them that we're supposed to be eating. Those are all man-made. The only supplements that we, you know, our bodies are designed to utilize are the whole herbs. Anything that's been taken apart, deconstructed by man, and fortified or made standardized or somehow better than nature is something that is going to, you know, maybe have a short-term beneficial impact, but it's going to, long-term, 
it's gonna there's gonna weaken your body. Are you looking into the GCMAS at all? The amalgamase stuff that they're talking about, the stuff that the doctors are dying over because they have found the cure to everything, to cancer, autism, everything, or just about. I've been looking into this very deeply, and it seems that certain people's bodies make this substance that we all should have, but probably because of the vaccinations and everything we're getting, that we aren't making it anymore. And also our food. Our meat and our, you know... But you need like one billionth of a gram in in your body. And I saw a study where they took these autistic children and 20% of them were healed and 80% of them got better and better. And they're saying that all people need this in their body. And this this is a cure that may end all of this. So... But it's not, it's just like a, all these other things. It's just a supplement. I mean, what, maybe they found that it's true, but the the idea is that the body... No, it works. Once you do it, it, you've got to work with vitamin C and vitamin D. It's a, it's a, and Kishi stuff will bring this about, too. So it, it all hooks together, but I haven't, you know, I haven't put it all together yet, but I'm very, very deep down that rabbit hole because it can cure cancer. And they don't want it to come out. Well, the thing they, is, again, it's like taking a supplement when you when you have a toxic body, and everything you know, cancer isn't compartmentalized to one no. little part of the body. It's all throughout your whole body, your whole but yes, your sick body. Yes, and this stuff your, goes in and attacks everything that isn't, and then teaches your immune system to re. Rebuild itself too, so that you don't rely right, on. Your immune system is your body's sewer system and your lymphatic right. system, and that's what I'm talking about. That's where all the the cellular wastes are trapped, and if they're not able to get out through your urine, which every cancer patient, um, according to Dr. Morris, is um, you know has compromised kidneys, they're not filtering their waste. They only finally get rid of their cancers when they start filtering and when they start seeing sediment in their urine. And he says for some of them it takes a long time to to get to that point where they're actually filtering. But, you know, you can take, you can eat as the healthiest, he says you could eat, be eating all fruit and still, you know, without the herbs and without your your filtering, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to see the, the improvement that you, that your body can, you know, realize when it finally starts filtering. Um, but the, you know, so the whole thing is that you you can't we can't think that there's going to be some pill that, that they're going to come up with that's going to cure everything. It's not. It may be you know help temporarily, but you're. It's not a pill. You need to you need it. to take a real deep look at this stuff because I can't explain it. I'm not a teacher. I'm not a doctor. Unless it's something like a whole, unless it's, you know, something in nature, but it's, if it's produced by our body, then the idea is what we need to do is get our body to be produced. And the reason our bodies aren't producing it now is because of all the toxicity in our body. So it's just a fascinating new avenue. So. Yeah, it's new avenue for them because they haven't been taught any of this in in Western, you know, in medical school, in allopathic medical school. 
they're only one of my clients. One of my clients is a uh, homeopathic doctor. Homeopathology, right? Is that right? Or a holistic? Probably a holistic. holistic. Well, he calls himself a homeopathic, and he doesn't even know what it means either, unless he does homeopathy. He does. He's he's got a huge an office. Not it's not huge, but it's a little it's a little office. I call it huge because when you sleep under a bridge, a drawer is huge. So does uh, he just, is his are his supplements all little um, like sugar pills? Not that I'm not that I'm aware of actually. I'm I'm I haven't spoken to him on that level. He's just a client. I just do his windows. Oh okay. You know, but um, when his little office is cool. And he's got all these books in there, and he's got herbs, pictures of herbs on his books, right? Yeah. And he's just got all this, like, homeopathic, like, rem- like, type stuff. Like, he's full on, man. He's like, he feels like he's, like, grassroots, you know? Are they in little tiny vials or little tiny bottles, or are they in bigger bottles and, like, you know, four-ounce and eight-ounce? I, I actually think I haven't seen any of that, but... I've just seen his education, you know, like what's he what's he looking at? What's what information is he looking at, you know? Mhm. And and I just think there's going to be a noise right here, but there's a uh, yeah, like I think that this homeopathic uh excuse me. Hold on one second, you guys. Good. We're good to go. If you want to get that right there, that trash that needs it. I'm spitting these seeds out right now. Y'all go ahead and do your thing. Are you talking to us? No, I'm muted. I should be muted. No, I'm being harassed right now by somebody. You guys don't understand. I'm, I live in San Francisco, and because I don't have a place to live, I sit outside sometimes in the morning to relax. And I get annoying people. They want to come and, and, and invade my space because they feel like they have a freaking job to do. Okay? And sometimes I have to confront these people and let them know, hey, look, this is my space. You don't have to do your job right now. I, want to be, I, I just want to be left alone, you know? Hmm. I'm on the sidewalk, you know? So I have to sometimes tell janitors and security guards exactly where to go. <laughs> it's like, go pick up that piece of trash right there. See this area? That's my space. Have a good day. <laughs> so I, I hope you, I hope you guys, uh, for, you know, understand that uh, it, it's not easy. You're making the choice, you know, to be out, or even if you have a chronic disability and you're out, you have to deal with people. You still have to communicate. And when I do, I try to be nice, but I can only be so nice. I got to be a little bit assertive with people. I know I came across kind of strong. But, yeah, I don't even like looking people in the face. That's how bad it is because they like to mad dog. And it's just like when I'm, you know, it's like, oh, my God, why are, why are you know, that could be related to, of course, some of the trauma associated with my childhood. But, again, I, let me ask you this on, 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 the, on the related tip. Is tra- childhood trauma, psychological trauma? childhood trauma, reversible with a diet, with an herbal diet? Say if, say if I have like a scopophobia, you know, fear of people looking, just looking, right? Is there something besides self, you know, like dealing, right? Or sort of like try to, 
I don't know, is there something help. that could help me with herbs regarding that instead of having to go to a psychologist? Yeah, I mean, there are things that can help with um, depression and things like that, but um, I would think that neuro-linguistic programming would be good for that or um, just meditation, just yeah. seeing yourself as being happy and putting... Um, you know, putting those thoughts out of your head or just making them just not so important anymore. But well, see, when you live in the city, it's very, very difficult, especially when you're under conditions. But that's why I was thinking a full-on escape and, and get out of here, get out of San Francisco, you know, just go to a retreat or something like that. That, that to me, feels good. You know what else feels good when I think about it? Heading to Fresno. Even if I have to sleep outside or on a homeless, you know, in a homeless shelter, just so I could be, you know, next to my kids, my daughters would be there, and at least I could meet my mean, my mean ex-wife, and she could, you know, cuss me out and and let me see my kids. But uh, I mean, ultimately, regarding the diet, I think it's going to improve my my attitude as well. You know, like. Yeah, I, I could be approaching people differently. I feel bad, you know, sometimes the way I, I talk to people, but... So, yeah, people I say have, that you... I mean, I've never done it for long enough to really experience the um, the highs that people feel that... say that you feel. Um, and then partly, I don't know if you... It's, it's generally like on a fasting, when you're doing like a juice fast or eating you know, 40-day grape fast or something like that. You're just eating mon- one thing, and it definitely has to be raw. And um, Or you're just even eating just uh, fruits in the day and a salad at night. That's what a lot of the um, raw food people do. And they they just feel lightness, and they feel, you know, more appreciative and just, yeah, happier probably. Um, but... Somehow it's it can get to where you're you kind of need to be more grounded so that you might want to start eating more. If you're eating all fruit, it can get that way where you need grounding. So then, in that case, you want to eat you know eat some greens or eat some vegetables. Um, okay. But, yeah. So in that respect, yeah, I mean, you could feel happier and lighter and just you know take things in stride and not not let But then let me let me ask you this is it good to embrace my feelings because you know I I I think it is Yeah, I think it's fine. I mean you you want to accept yourself and you know a really good um YouTube channel for you I think would be um somebody that you could relate to cuz he's your age um and he's gone through this whole thing is um Life Regenerator on YouTube. It's all one word, Life Regenerator. And his name is Dan McDonald. And he has a huge presence now on YouTube. But he started out, um, he was living in a trailer, and he just started to um, juice. He was living with his wife. Then they ended up getting divorced, I think, or certainly separated. He had two, he has two daughters, um, two teenage daughters, and um, he's been through 
various girlfriends and whatever, but he's, and he was at one time addicted to drugs and all sorts of things. And so he talks about how he detoxed through all of that and got through all his, his troubles. And he had a rough childhood also, and he talks about that. And now he's gotten to where he's detoxed through all of it. He's all raw, and now he helps other people. And he also has been to Dr. Morse's um, detoxification class. So he knows, you know, he and he reads a ton of spiritual books and um, health books. So he's he knows a lot for, and he, of course that he's lived through it. So pretty interesting to listen to him. May I make a small announcement? Yeah. Code ready, Lane. I'm leaving the call. I'll see you guys next week. Okay. Bye bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye-bye. I'd like to interject at this point, too, the fact that um, you have to start forgiving yourself, and that's where the ho-ho-pono is so good for you to be saying that that you may want to do every day because with the ho-ho-pono, the premise of where the ho-ho-pono came from was from the Hawaiian a psychologist in Hawaii who was uh, assigned to a very, very psychotic um, um, detention center in Hawaii. And what he did was so unusual. He spent the time not talking to the young men or older men, I don't know the actual age of them, but they were men only. And what they found was that uh, by his spending the time with these, uh, in this building where these men were incarcerated, he was able to just look at their files and just say that prayer that we say each week now. The whole files, The whole phono. <laughs> And, and I got to tell you, the officers that were in, uh, were supposed to be maintaining these guys, uh, th- they had to switch them out quite often. It was so stressful for the officers because they th- th- these men would just go crazy at different times. Now, they never tied it to any uh, food eating or anything like that. He just took the files and said the ho-ho-pono over them. And as Orpha has said to us, you're really forgiving yourself first because all things start with ourselves. Our thinking, our doing, our actions, our, our whatever start with us and spread out. So uh, no one does things to us. We do the stuff to us and ourselves and then we blame people. And that's been an mo for for how we've been taught too. You got to blame someone. Even choosing our parents, we supposedly do to ourselves. Correct. We picked our parents. So the the thing that because we wanted to learn something, and it's all about learning. But the ho-ho-pono gets you actually coming to peace with yourself. And I got to tell you, I've I've repeat this, but I've done it in detention centers 
absorb other people who are going psychotic and they calm down. They always get taken out of my vicinity, but they calm down while they were in my vicinity. Yeah. So I'm, I'm saying for your sake, when you're going into, um, even when, when the custodians or the people doing their jobs, if you do a ho-ho-pono, you will be quieter and be able to talk more gently to them, that they hear you. Mm-hmm. What the results was from the psychologist doing this, it emptied out that entire facility and they were able to go back to normal life. No one had ever forgiven them. No, none of us forgive ourselves. We think we're bad, we're this, we're that. We're all the negative programming. So it's, you need to forgive yourself. I wish yourself. they could do that to everybody in prisons or most everybody in prisons and let them well, all out. Well, this is why we're doing it today. We do it each weekend for us to, because, again, we're, we're just a pebble in a pond and spreading it. Lola's been doing her pebble in the pond with getting people together. They're starting to do it. We're each a pebble in a pond, and the rings that go out from us are what are affecting others for good. Right. Oh, oh, he dumped off. But it is time for me to start. uh, We need to do our ho-ho-pono, and we don't have our girlfriend. There you are. No, this is Jeremiah Donaldson. Oh, <laughs> I know I sound like a girl, but are you one what? life to live? Is that yeah, what you new moniker? Well, it, it, it's me. I put that up there. Yeah, that's cool. I've been wondering who one life to live was. I was going to ask, and then I forgot. Well, yeah, that's, that's cool. Me. Thank you. Yeah, cool. there's only one life, you guys. <laughs> it's only this life. That's right. Then you have another life to go to. It's always yeah. in. There's always that's in the a- future. It's always one life, though, too. It's the same it's life. It's always though. one life, yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's what I mean. I, I ne- I'm not implying at all that it's, uh, you know, a single thing and then we're gone. But, you know, I, I appreciate the fact that you can see that. Cool. I, I was wondering who that was. Oh, cool, because I hadn't seen your name on One Life to Live. I wonder who that is, but I'll, I'll get to it. But <laughs> there's just a few of us left, so let's do the ho-ho-pono. And I can only encourage you, uh, Donaldson, to, to do that. Whenever something starts to disrupt you, do your ho-ho-pono. I've had to do that uh, not every day now. That I've done it for a long time. And I've got to tell you, I had a roommate I had a real bitch of a time with. And I, uh, I spent almost two full months forgiving myself. And she finally blew the house and went to another lady's house. And I left her a note because I told her she had to move up at the beginning of the year. And she went to another lady's house. And I left her a note. I, see, I said, I see you've blown the place. All I'm asking, and you want, don't want to spend any more time here, that's fine. Move your stuff out while I'm gone, and you will be fine. Just leave the keys with, uh, with, 
Robert, uh, my neighbor, and uh, we'll be fine. And that's exactly what she, she said. You figured it out. I said, it was easy to figure out. I was working on me to get rid of you. <laughs> Interesting. And that's okay. how we have to do it. We have to forgive ourselves first. So, so let's put our hands out and think of the wonderful people that we have in our lives and the wonderful human being in and, and life, flesh and blood, that's inside you, that this, bo- this exterior thing is just so you can have that spirit in you be so totally forgiven, forgiven, and go in any place. So let's just repeat after, uh, repeat each other so we can say it twice, actually. So here's the ho-ho-pono. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Thank you. Thank you. I love love you. you. And and just let that spread out so that everyone starts getting that ripple. Get that energy. Feel that forgiveness. Because everyone, everyone needs to forgive themselves. Everyone needs to forgive another person. They are not your why. You are not your why. There is no why. It is how can I have a better life? I forgive me so I can have a better life. And that is what we're all here for. Each of you have a great weekend. Have a great week. Have a great Halloween. And every time you see a goblin, laugh at him. Laugh, uh-huh. laugh, laugh, laugh. The Satans hate laughter and light. So laugh at them. It may be their weekend, but we can laugh at them and send them away. This is not for torture. <laughs> so have a great weekend. Set your clocks. Fall back on your clock so you gain an hour of sleep. And have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I'll talk to you next Friday when we get together again. Okay. Thank you, Wonder. Thank you. Everyone has. You're welcome. Bye, Con. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for all your input, Emily and and Donaldson. That was great. It was really good. All right. I'm going to end the recording. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.